Hello and welcome to this week's pregame episode of the Cowboys Takeover. I'm your host, Jason Kent. With me, the wonderful co-host, Mr. Aaron James. Aaron, how are you feeling this week? How are we doing? Uh, doing all right, you know, starting the, the black guy has gone from last Sunday. And so now maybe, maybe I have a little makeup on, not <laughs> telling. But uh, hey, look, it's you're coming off an, an emotional game, disappointing game, disappointing performance. And we have a new headline this week. And we've talked about even in preseason this game, the, the headline's going to be more versus McCarthy. Oh, 100%. Because you know Kellen wants to come in and just roll this week. And I'm feeling like a guy like Justin Herbert, Eckler's back this week. They got Keenan Allen. You know those boys want to roll for Kellen Moore. Uh, but let's dive in. You know, we as we like to do, we like to dive in against our opponents, right? So the Chargers so far this year, two and two. So, you know, some would say maybe a little underachieving uh, for who they are. I mean, you look at the losses, you know, they could definitely very well be 4-0. You know, so they're a team, as we see here, their first two weeks, you know, you lose 36-34 to 34, uh, mm-hmm. against Miami, which, you know, looks now Miami is is a top-notch team. Um, so that's a quality loss. Yes. And then but then you go to week two against the Tennessee, Tennessee team that, let's be fair, they're 2-3, they... You know, they beat the Bengals. The Bengals aren't looking great. They beat the Chargers. Chargers should have won. So those are definitely some games that got away from them. But then, you know, they're coming in hot now against Minnesota and Vegas. They beat both of them. Um, and they still have one of, to me, um, you know, one of the star quarterbacks in the NFL. Right? They got, you know, Justin Herbert. The kid's locked up. He's really good. Um, and, you know, just on that offense, I feel like they have a lot of weapons. You know, Eckler. As I stated, it's coming back his first week back since week one. So you don't know you don't know what you're going to get, but you know what the kid is, right? Uh, and Keenan Allen, who's just kind of Amari Cooper before Amari Cooper came on, right? He's, he was never that guy that is going to blow the top off, um, but he's 100% that guy that can get open, right? He's going to hit the, the short routes, the intermediate routes, and get open, and just he can just nag you to death down that field. Um so how are you feeling? What, when you've seen the, the footage, you're looking through some of the stuff, watching the charges throughout the year, uh, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, so I, I went back and I looked at that Miami game to study because I feel like, you know, they, they're pretty, a lot of, um, they have a lot of weapons on offense and I feel like uh, as far as uh, talent position goes, you know, at the wide out, at running back, uh, they were going to, likely their defense is going to play them very similar as they played us, as they plan on playing us. So I'm back to look at that game. You know, Miami, you know, there were some kind of self-inflicted wounds in, in both sides of that. Um, if you were watching Red Zone that first week, you saw there was a like a P.I. going into halftime when um, uh, Tua was throwing a Hail Mary. So they got three points uh, going into halftime, and you see the, the, the point differential there. Um, and in regards to the second game with Tennessee, it's always – you know, we say three points for uh, the home team. It's probably four or five points when you have to go west coast to east coast yeah. um, and make that cross country trip. Uh, there, there's there, you know, stats to back that up as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this team, a lot of expectations coming into the season. 
Uh, they go and they get Callan Moore about eight seconds after the Cowboys let him go. And uh, Herbert, going into last week, he was number two in fantasy points, um, at least in like standard scoring in, in the league that I'm in. Um, and I, even after not playing last week, he's still top 10. Um, so, man, these guys are no joke. We can't take it, can't take it lightly whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot to, a lot to look forward to. No, I agree. And, and I think, you know, when you're going that, you have to look at, at the chargers and their weapons, right? So we just discussed, a you know, a Herbert who is one of the premier young quarterbacks, you know, he's averaging 276 yards a game after kind of weaker one, uh, his last time out, you know, but he does have seven touchdowns, only one interception. Um, you know, in four games, he's been sacked nine times. He's definitely a mobile guy. Um, so you kind of, you're a little worried there. You're not sure how you feel. Um, you know, he's a guy that can definitely move around. And I know that's been something Dallas has struggled with, right? When you saw Dobbs come in and beat us, he was a, he moved around and, and was able to get a move in the pocket and even break some runs. Um, and then you have one of the premier backs in the league when healthy. You know, the issue with Eckler is he's always, he's a small guy. He's, doesn't stay healthy. So as you see here, 164 yards against that Miami team, um, which they had, they, it's going to be a track meet all day. Um, you mm -hmm. know, but he got hurt. He missed the last uh, three weeks, you know, with their bye week. Um, so you're not sure what you're going to get. You know, you see a lot of these teams when they bring their guys back, they try to ease them in. So you don't know if we're going to see a full load of Eckler. But then when you go down the line, Keenan Allen, we said he was a stud. Um, on defense, the good thing Bose is questionable, you know, now he's not his brother, but he, you know, the kids still havoc. Yeah. Um, and then you look here at Cleo Mack, you know, those six sacks are kind of inflated. He did have one game where he had five sacks in the, in the first half. Um, but he's still a very dangerous pass rusher. Um, you know, and then they even have, uh, Derwin James at safety, who's a game changer. So when you really look through this lineup, I think you're right. It, it's not a team that I, I'm going to look and feel, especially after the, the losses we've had, and say, yeah, we should beat these guys. I do think it's going to be a very good matchup um, for this defense. You know, we're going to be able to see some of, okay, can we stop the run but also stop the pass now? Because I do think Herbert's a more talented passer and could do things that I don't know if we've seen this season. Yeah. I, so, I mean um... – a couple positives for the Cowboys, you know, Eckler's coming off an ankle injury. So you just don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent, if they're going to use him uh, the way they typically would, the amount of uh, snaps he's going to get Herbert. He is coming in with a banged up finger on his throwing hand. I did see in a conference um, that he uh, is going to wear a glove on the throwing hand to help with his grip. Okay. Um, but, you know, he's, he's one of the more accurate, he can make any throw yeah. uh, in the league. This, this guy has, um, you know, a lot of talent and, uh, you know, he was paid in the offseason. Um, so with when you with guys like Eckler and even someone like Allen, who, you know, he he somehow gets a um, separation. He's not the most elusive guy, but whenever you, you see him catch the ball, it's, you know, he's typically, he typically has a guy beat uh, one, every time one way or another. So. Um, I would say they, with the weapons they have on offense, they can look at that 49ers game and 
you know, one one thing I noticed in rewatching that game, um, as painful as it was, was that in the the first drive specifically, they were the way they decided to slow down our our defensive front line was to throw the quick quick dropbacks and, and oh, get yeah. the ball out of the quarterback's hand. So, um, you know, Herbert plays in shotgun. I don't know what percentage of the time, but going into uh, this week, uh, the Chargers throw the ball 54.4% of the time, almost 55% of the time. Well, even still, with a guy like Eckler, a lot of that stuff is, is you know, it's the extension. They always hear the extension of the run game. They're, all, they're going to hit Eckler a few times out of the bat. They're going to have some designs to get the ball out of his hand quick. Um, man, they, they're much more talented. You know, when I look through the schedule, this is definitely a much more talented team than I thought, too. You know, they have Asante mm-hmm. Samuel Jr., um, you know, who's in his second year. So, man, if Bosa's playing, it is a little bit of a scary matchup. And we, yeah, we didn't share a lot of thoughts on him, but, you know, Khalil Mack appears to be back and is on the attack. Well, uh, yeah. Six sacks so far this year, and he's healthy. But five were in that one game. He had that one game where he just went bonkers. I forget which one it was. I don't think it was, uh, I think it was a two weeks ago, right? What was it? Let's see. His game log. Because I know it was like all in that first half. It was against the Raiders, wasn't it? Yes. No, all six sacks were against the Raiders. So literally, oh, yeah, his last game out. Okay. I knew he had like five in the first half, all of them. So it was a little deceiving because he feasted on that. On that, you know, it's just yeah. going against his ride. It's his whole team. Yeah. So he's like, I gotta, I gotta do something. But he is a very, very. He is talented. He is uber talented. So he's not. He's somebody that you have to worry about off that edge, especially if Bose is healthy, because that does give them a one-two tandem of a very good pass rushers. So I, I'm assuming Bosa will be more of a game time decision. Um, he's mm-hmm. been practicing limited, but they're just not sure. And you know, he, he does have that extra night, so. You don't know if he'll be able to go what capacity. Even if he's in a little bit, I still think he's a very dangerous pass rusher. Yeah, and I'm looking at the injury report uh, as reported on the Cowboys website. And as of today, uh, you know, concerning our offensive line, you know, our center, Biotish, uh, was a full participant. Um and I don't, I don't see anyone else on here. You know, Zach Martin, they just gave him a rest day. So the I think the thing that worries me the most, though, when I look at this defense, because um, when you look at him, and I, I think it's something we're definitely going to get into when we discuss Kellen Moore and McCarthy, what we feel about that. Um, but I know the offense has changed, but Kellen Moore has been in those rooms with Dak. He knows what Dak thinks. He understands how what Dak sees. And it's even bigger because Kellen Moore was a, you know, he's a quarterback. You know, and they always say, you know, maybe your great Peyton Manning's never going to be a head coach, but a guy like Kellen Moore, the backups, you, you always see those guys, and he's just smart. So I'm worried what tells he knows on Dak. Now the offense is different, but he understands the way Dak thinks. Are you worried? And kind of how all these guys think, right? How, what CD is going to do if CD lines up, you know, how he lines up, how his feet is. I think all of that is going to be huge this week because Kellen Moore knows this, this offensive squad. Yeah. And in the off season, McCarthy said, and I quote like something around 30% of the playbook he was changing. You know, he wasn't scrapping everything. 
he's at about 30%. So that means Kellen Moore knows 70%. To your point, he knows Dak. Hey, Dak, what are you comfortable with in these looks? What do you want to do? Where do your yeah. eyes go? Um, so those are those are huge advantage points um, for the oppo- opposing team. Um, now, you know, w- with what I saw in the, in the Miami Dolphins game, they play defense plays a lot of man to man. You know, CD. I expect CD to get his seven plus catches in this game. Uh, you look at what Tyreek Hill did. Um, he had a monster game week one. Now I know it's Tyreek and CD, but as far as quickness is concerned and, and quickness off the line, um, you know, there, uh, I, I, I see CD being able to have similar success uh, to what Tyreek did um, in that week one. And the Chargers did trade away uh, one of their starting uh, DBs, uh, CJ Jackson, to the New England Patriots. So, um, that that their secondary is going to be our area of opportunity. We really just got to keep that Dak protected, and um, you know see how how things go from there. But speaking of that, uh, let's yeah let's go ahead and talk about you know the keys you know for the Cowboys uh, Monday night. Now I I'll say a couple things first. I guess so. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know we're now we are in week six. We have yet to see a game that our offense can show true production, take control, um, take control. And it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout game. Uh, Fortunately, the Chargers defense is nothing like the San Francisco 49ers. So I do think we will have success in moving the ball. Uh, But I want to see more creative plays. I want to see more play action. Uh, Dak, for one reason or another, Dak got away from the play action or McCarthy got away from the play action um, against the uh, 49ers. I want to see, you know, the design plays to CD. I want to see tight ends in the game getting their their catches because it, I feel like it just gets Dak into a nice rhythm. Agreed. Um, and, uh, you know, I want to see, you know, I want to see good offensive production and, and points scored. You know, I'll be happy, you know, with a, three touchdown game where we're not relying on the defense to create those short fields and those opportunities for us. I super agree with you. And the one point when I, I was thinking this week and, and I a hundred percent agreed with it, right? I was watching ESPN um, the other morning and it was Jeff Saturday and I forget who was on I forget what the crew was. Um, and they were talking about Dak and there was like, they believe in Dak and, and Saturday made the comment. Dallas doesn't have an identity on offense this year. And to me, I think that's so true because typically we knew what Dallas was before. You know, you knew Dak was going to take his shots and you knew you had a ground and you could pound that rock when needed. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, they don't know what they are this year. You know, McCarthy had said he wants to be more of a run team, but they're not really showing it. And Dak, you can't let Dak be the general right now. It feels like so they don't have. They need to establish. You know, we're, we're in week five or we're in week six. We're three and two through five weeks. They they need to come up with an identity, and it has to start this week because this is where your next few games are are pretty winnable games until that Eagles matchup. You've already lost twice. You can't it really can't afford to continue to lose. I think this week they need to sit back. They need to create an identity, whether it's Dak throwing 
35 times and just hitting his guys, or if it's we're going to be a, a pound the ball team and, and play with the, let our defense try to hold us. But knowing you can do the play actions and you have the weapons, so they need to come out and, and show show something. Like you said, they haven't shown us that much on offense. The defense creates turnovers. The defense has been scoring a lot of points. That offense, when needed, hasn't really come out and done anything besides take advantage of some bad teams that we've played. Yeah, and if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm like, bro, I brought I brought over Cooks for you. Like, we're not we're not getting our money's worth with Cooks. We haven't even you know uh, Pollard really hasn't even had a statement game either, and he's like a arguably top oh, five top his seven best RB. game was against arizona that's when they ran and it's crazy because that was the game outside of san fran uh in the first four games when they were they were it was the closest game they had and they were losing and they ran the ball more than when they were up 30 to nothing like mm-hmm. it made no sense um so he yeah i don't i don't know because we don't know what pollard is yet and i don't know why they haven't used him more yeah, it's been so frustrating because we don't know how to articulate what we've seen this season because we have blowout wins and we have two plus possession losses and both of those losses two or more possession. Yeah. So it's like you know, okay. I now I do expect to this to be our closest game um, from a final score perspective. So yeah, I'm anticipating a shootout here. So I think this week the keys a lot, you know, a- after last week, Dak has to protect the ball. Mm-hmm. That's no number one. We can't have those mistakes. Got to figure something out. And I think you're right. Getting Dak in that groove early on is going to be big. You know, let's hit some check downs. Let's hit a few of those tight ends and then take our shots. And then, but when we take the shots, make them playable. You know, you can't get you can't get the perfect matchup when you have Brandon Cooks on Fred Warner and overthrow him out of bounds. You like we you have to be better than that. None of our shots this year have really felt like real shots because they're all unplayable balls. Um, so when you have your opportunities, you need to connect. Um, and I, I that's where to me when I look at it, how much of them not playing that playing them preseason really could it because Dak this is to me I don't think this the first this might be the first time he hasn't played and to me this is the worst he's looked so like up through five games in the season outside Mm -hmm. of his rookie year like since he's become Dak when he got Amari this is the worst he's looked yeah I I agree with you on that Uh, so it's been it's been disappointing Um, now McCarthy did say uh, I did write down two of his comments in his press conference today that uh, one of the uh, objectives for this game is the pre-snap adjustments. So that means Dak is going to have his two plays and he's going to be able to you know, make his adjustments based on what he's seeing. That was one of my you know, crit- critic- critics criticisms of the last two games. Um, and he did say that Turpin uh, did a light practice today. So that is a good sign to me, more so for special teams, uh, because even on the touchdown pass that Turpin caught against the Niners, uh, you know, that that should have been a a route that Cooks ran. I mean, that's like Cooks' specialty. So um, I'm not really concerned about uh, Turpin being available 
as a as a three down um you know offensive player i want him on special teams uh he made the pro bowl last year hasn't had an opportunity to kind of showcase that he's uh, a candidate for this year and you know on defense go punch somebody in the mouth after last week's embarrassment you know if george kittle murdered you you know, okay, you held Christian McCaffrey in check, but everything, but like you couldn't. And I know there were some short fields, but even on those short fields, you gave up one play touchdowns. So let's go punch. Yeah. I was about to say San Diego. Let's go punch LA Chargers <laughs> in the mouth and hit them. You know, you got to hit them early and hit them often. Micah, go have a game. You can't come out talking like you did about George Kittle and how it's, you know, you just got blown the freak out, bro. And you've lost the last three times you've played them. Don't tell me George Kittle doing that. It's that he's going to be sorry for it later when you've gotten punched in the mouth last week and they've beaten you three straight times. Okay, if you're going to talk like that, Micah needs to come out this week and have a statement game. To me, Micah's got to go. You need to go get two, two and a half sacks this week. You can't come out talking like you did last week after that blowout and, and, and not do anything. Um, but that defense, yeah. You got to, you know, I'm, I'm excited to not excited. I'm worried to see who they're really placing in everywhere. And, you know, without Van Der Esch now, let's, what are we going to look like? Cause a lot of the big, big players in that defense are uh, getting hurt and it's not good. Yeah. And to your point, Hey JK, how about we not line up offsides and defense? How about we not uh, cause, you know, do um, not penalties. Yeah. That was, a, that was t- like, you were so far over the line of scrimmage when they, <laughs> when they like, come on, you gotta you just look to your right and you, you'll be looking in the offensive lineman's ear hole. Okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the third down penalties, you know, Herbert will make you pay. Yes. Um, this offense is, is, is too good. Um, and uh, so, you know, we got, we have to show up. we got to be disciplined on defense uh, you know, I will take a strip, a strip, um, a ball strip and recovery from Parsons. He needs uh, to have, he has to have it. after, after the talking he did about, you know, kid on San Fran and, you know, I get you want, you want your guy to hear that, but I just, nah, yeah. wrong well, place, wrong if, time. What if he lines up at linebacker 40% of the time? Oh, that's a great point. If he does do that, I don't know. Okay, then you need to have like ten tacks and ten tackles and a sack. Now that okay, sack's so, got to be a forced fumble. So something just came to mind. Now, if Micah can have the exact same production productivity that mirrors Fred Warner, do we put him at linebacker? God, no. Because you're giving. Like, I can't. Like no. I get. I I, I get. I said we wanted that, but it's tough to give up, you know, the 20 sack potential. Like it's tough because San Fran already has Bose and Fred. It'd be tough not like if you could find somebody to replace him, but I just, I don't think Micah would want to do that either. I think Micah would be a hundred percent against it. Okay. Uh, So, you know, uh, you know, Cowboys, you know, need to show up, uh, but let's talk about, Uh, the keys for the Chargers Monday night. Let me go ahead and bring up uh, some of their production uh, production comparisons. And, you know, the Chargers, you know, they put up points, but that's what they do. Um, A big area of of opportunity for them is third down percentage. Um, 
they're only getting across now they have had three games without Eckler uh, Eckler is a big part of that offense they paid him in the offseason uh, they gave him an opportunity to go and and get paid somewhere else uh, they end up negotiating and keeping him in house and uh, without him there that's that's why that's likely why they were in more third and long situations but uh, be it as it may that is a big area for opportunity uh, for this offense. Yeah, I, I think Chargers uh, are the big keys. To me, I to, against this Dallas team, and I think because they're much less effective, uh, you know, when it's a when they're playing from behind, get get up early, get Eckler involved because mm-hmm. Dallas is. I feel like if you get the players in space. Um, but they got to protect Herbert, you know, protect Herbert and get it, get an early lead. Um, that minimizes what Dallas can do because it, if they have to play the run and the pass, you know, I know last week they did play the run fantastic, but they already, you know, their number one goal was to shut down McCaffrey and, you know, but San Diego doesn't have all that extra talent. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, he Eckler can, or Herbert can be sacked. You know, he is still a guy that can make those plays. So he, will extend them uh, and I think that's where Dallas will have some opportunities on the you know second guy in kind of thing uh, to get after him so I think Herbert's got to be very efficient um, and, and kind of see is Eckler healthy if Eckler's healthy it's going to it's going to be a tough game for Dallas if Eckler is just coming back they're trying to ease him back in you know that changes to me what LA can do in that sense because you're not you know the other kid I think Joshua Kelly, he's only averaging like three, nine yard, 3.9 yards a carry, 3.4, somewhere in there. Um, so, you know, there's a big difference in, and drop off in your running game when you lose them. Uh, and another big thing, too, they lost Mike Williams. He's on the IR, um, who is a, is a real big body receiver. So if you would have had him and, and Allen, much different. Um, but, yeah, I think getting up early and protecting Herbert is the – and to me, I, I, throughout the rest of the season, getting up early on Dallas and really unaffect, getting rid of those pass rushers because you can run um, mm-hmm. is going to be – no, I get that's always the key, but Dallas, I feel like they're a much more play from ahead defense than some of the other great defenses. For Eckler, 180 all-purpose yards. Um, or would you be over or under on that? 100% under. I actually think Dallas has a good game against them. I okay. I want to see what Micah does. You can really have Micah follow Eckler some um, and have him pass rush. Because I don't know, like, you may have to. That's the keys. Is Does Micah stand up more? Is he going to be more of a middle linebacker without Parsons? Is he, you know, you heard him, he was very vocal this offseason about being a, a defensive end because he wants to get paid like one. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to it, you know, they, they still have the possibility to be that team and you could do more. Will he do it if it's, re- if it's requested of him? I, that's the question I have. Yeah. Well, here's, here's where the, the, the problem's going to be. You know, if we have, um, you know, we're thin on linebackers. So if we have uh, Clark or um, I'm already forgetting who's going to be coming in for, for Vanderesh, but if we have one of those guys one-on-one with Eckler, I mean, I he's going gonna to have a field day. Um, the other thing is, do we want Gilmore following Keenan? Um, 
I don't know. I feel like he's more of a bland guy because okay. Gilmore's a bigger, like I think Keenan Allen is that short, quick dude um, where Gilmore is more of a bigger back. So I, I know he could stay with them, but I just feel like, but I don't know. I, I like, let's keep them because I want to see bland play some of these good receivers too. Okay. I want, I want bland to get that because, you know, Gilmore is not here next year, most likely. You know, so we got to prepare Bland for it to be a, a, a number two. And he's looked great so far this season. He has looked pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, especially being, you know, he was projected, but then he's really prepared for that nickel roll all season and to get thrust in like that pretty early. Um, he's done well. Um, but I do think having Eckler involved is, is probably the biggest key because usually when he has a good night, you, you win. It's very rare you get that might like you. Miami's an anomaly with how great they're offensively. It's very rare Eckler's going to have 170 yards and you lose. That's that is true. Also, one stat that kind of jumped out at me: uh, Herbert has his average passing yards per attempt is 7.9, almost eight yards per attempt. So that I thought that was that was pretty high. So if they don't if that kind of stays true for this game, that tells me our, our, our D line is going to have probably three sacks um, at, at least because he's not going to have that much time for these wideouts to get, to get that deep. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to play a role, but at the same time, uh, you know, chargers mostly because of Herbert and his mobility there, he's a, we're going to be vulnerable to big plays. And we saw in the Cardinals game, Big plays, big chunk plays, big touchdown plays. Uh, that could be a recipe for disaster for the Cowboys. If you have two of those in a, in a game and you force our offense, which hasn't proven very much of anything, uh, to to try to come back, uh, the Chargers will, you know, will will sneak this one out. Um, if if they can in fact get you know two, you know, forty plus, fifty plus you know, yard touchdown plays. So in, in terms of, cause we know what, you know, I think we know what both teams could, but I, I, I think this is going to, like you said, I think it's going to be the closest game Dallas has had. Um, I don't see a blowout either way. Um, and, and as confident as I was early in the season on this one, it's, <laughs> you know, weighing back. Um, mm-hmm. When we talked about it earlier, would you rather see Dak have a super great game or would you rather see our running game really emerge to the forefront i i need to see dak uh have a a, i'd rather have dak have a super great game okay i I was just checking because i i agree i think he's got to start feasting at some point and and mccarthy's got to unleash him at some point Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i get it i I think the the change over is hurting because they did say you you know i agree with it dallas is five games into changing your entire offense dak just he looks different he looks worse so how much is mccarthy going to play into this and i think that goes to our next point we have a you know a kellen moore versus mike mccarthy now and i said when it when it happened i 100 percent think kellen moore's out of here because of mike mccarthy because kellen moore this was that sean payton thing to me i was i think it was with parcells where sean payton ended up leaving goes and gets a job where like you really rather I forget who I forget who was, who was ahead of him but remember like the thing at the point you want to keep Sean Payton I think yeah. Kellen Moore and Dak had that thing Dak you know I know last year he had a 
bad season, but it wasn't that bad. Like when people say led the league in interceptions, I remember quarterbacks throwing 25 interceptions. It was 15. So let's, let's back up a little bit, mm-hmm. but he just, this season, he doesn't look the same. He hasn't taken that step. Like you said, I can't think he, he hasn't gone out there and taken the bull by the horns, even against the bad defenses, not even the bad ones. He's really, oh, he's impressive. No, he's not hitting the throws. He should be hitting. I really need to see Dak, and I think it's a big deal. I think losing Kellen Moore was much bigger um, than we wanted to believe, for Dak, at least for Dak. Yeah, it was either much bigger or McCarthy changed more than he's leading us to believe. And Dak is That's having a great point. And Dak is having to understand more. Um, now, Dak did say in the offseason that he's as comfortable as he's ever been um, in his career and understanding the offense. But, you know, he's going to, of course, uh, you know, quarterback wants to be confident about themselves and, um, you know, going into each game. And, you know, I did see some, even with the other quarterbacks during the preseason, I did like the play calling and, and uh, how that was being managed. But at, at the end of the day, uh, he needs to perform. Uh, for me, you know, I mentioned this in the offseason, Callan Moore led us in back-to-back uh, almost back-to-back number one ranked offense. I think in yeah. either either total yards or total scores point uh, point scored one or one or the two. Uh, but I think we on the second year, his last year with us, we ended up falling second to the Chiefs, I believe. Um, but uh, let's just say top three offense last two years. Um, you know, my my whole point in argument and uh, fear of letting him go is like. How do you assume that we approve how going from number three in the league to going in the jumping and up to number two or number one? Like you, you, we were risking getting worse more so than getting better. Um, so to me, it was kind of a a uh, no noggin move. Um, no. <laughs> If uh, for those uh, familiar with this show, no noggin and curious, George, it is October after all. But um, so, you know, um, I didn't like the move uh, of letting Kellen Moore go. But at the end of the day, the positive is that it gives us an out with McCarthy uh, if he's if he's unable to perform. Um, And so this is kind of it's not necessarily a student versus teacher or professor uh, kind of game um, because, you know, McCarthy was not, you can't say he was his, his mentor uh, no. in any way. Uh, it, this is kind of a, I told you so uh, kind of opportunity, like Callan kind of coming out and having a chance to say, you know, I told you, I, you know, my, my performance shows that I can, I can do this better than what you guys have. And we'll see how that goes. If, if San, no, Los Angeles <laughs> comes out, right? Let's just say Herbert, 350, four tutters, right? Let's just say, and Mike McCarthy and Dak, buck 90, tutter, another three interception game. You can go two interceptions. You ain't got three back to back. McCarthy get the can? Because the kid you the basically the kid you got rid of blows you out. Is it a it, could it happen? 
Am, am I thinking too much into that? I don't think it, I don't think, and I don't think those stats will happen. I really don't. I don't, you know, I don't see it. Ha- but if it does, if you're, if you're Jerry, you're like, yo, I got rid of this because you wanted to call the plays and this is what you do. Like, is it, is there, is there a possibility? Is the question. Mm, no, no, I don't think there's a possibility. No matter how bad, uh, Jerry just doesn't make moves like that. Um, he's very loyal to the players, to the coaching staff. That's his track record. Now, should he? Yes. Um, three and three. I think. See, I don't know. I think I could see it going fifty-fifty. If a blowout like that happens, I could see it because. Jerry believes this is a Super Bowl caliber team as well. And mm-hmm. I think Jerry's want to win at this, especially now because he hasn't won since 95 supersedes all of that. I, I really, I think if this is a blowout for San Diego and Herbert has himself a day and Dak looks very pedestrian, I think McCarthy could be out the door come Monday. I think and you if let we, DQ run it the rest of the year. I think if we get blown out, it jumps the percentage of us going out to trade for a superstar from maybe 27% today to 80% Tuesday. It could. They may. It, it could because this is – I think this is a very um, – it's this, you know, as much as you can get a must win in October – if you want to, if you want to have any shot, like there's some teams that are getting pretty solid. This is a big, big game, and and we need Dak. I, I think at, at what point in this season I get everybody still wants to trust and believe, and it's a new system and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Dak has to perform. Yeah, and and it, it, hey, if we if we win, this is a good win. This is a top tier, top probably second tier um, NFL team, uh, top. You know, top ten quarterback for sure, maybe even top six, top seven, in uh, Justin Herbert. So you know, this is a high quality team. It's Monday Night Football. Uh, the one thing that does make me nervous is that the Chargers are coming off a bye week. Yeah. So they're they're rested. They got even the extra day of rest because it's a Monday Night game. The juices are flowing. Can, you know they want to um, perform for Callan Moore. Uh, I mean, that that makes me nervous. Okay, so at the end of the day, here we go. So you just gave us why you're nervous. Mm-hmm. What? What? Who wins? What's the score? All right. So I have Cowboys winning. 34 to 31. I'm going to have to price this right, bro. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. I do think Cowboys win. I had a, a, um, a 30 to 27. Okay. I think they keep it close. I do think both of the quarterbacks look well. I think Dak leads them. They're in a tie game. Dak leads them down to kick a field goal. Um. I think, but I think it's a close game. But I, I, I do. To me, the I want to see how Dak performs this week because if we get another week of pedestrian Dak, um, you know, I, I'm not going to like it. I get he 
He's got he's average. He's not averaging terrible. Like mm-hmm. he still has a thousand passing yards, and you know, but he's his QBR is low. He's just not. I don't. I'm just, I don't care for the. I would much rather him be completing sixty seven percent of his passes and be hitting that deep ball more often. You know, let's throw it deep. Let's connect on that. Let's not worry about the dink and dunk stuff. I don't. I need Dak. We need to unleash him. Let him be what he's been. Mm-hmm. He showed you he could be a top tier quarterback when throwing. You know, when you give, he's got the guys. Um, but yeah, I think Dallas wins. I think thirty to twenty seven in a, in a very close game. And and more specifically, I want Dak to get have some success with the deep ball because uh, that's really yes. a confidence booster. Um, you know, when you're when you're going ten for ten and all these passes are under ten yards. You know, it's not you may, maybe you get into a rhythm, but it's not necessarily a confidence booster like it is connecting on a 30, uh, 25 plus yard, 30 plus yarder. Uh, so I'd like to see at least two of those. Um, I'd be really happy if I saw three or four uh, throughout this game. But either way, we got one possession games, which, you know, Herbert is just as capable as anyone else in leading a team down the field uh, at the end of a game. Uh, it's gonna, you know, those penalties. We got it. We got to play clean. Uh, the good thing is, uh, Chargers fans will, will tell you because I lived in San Diego for uh, <laughs> like five, six years. Chargers are known for self-inflicted errors and wounds, and and uh, you know, turning the ball over at the wrong time or uh, miscues and in penalties themselves. So. Oh. They've definitely been a very underachieving team. This has been a team, I think, for the last three years that people are like, is going to take the next step. So yeah. they're, they're very much in that Dallas position. Like they're not, I don't think they're mm-hmm. talent level, but they're, they're that team that everybody's been seeing on the come up and they just haven't gotten there yet. Let, let's not forget their playoff performance against Jacksonville last year or earlier this year, but last season. Uh, they were up, what was it, 26 points, 24 points at halftime, and the Jaguars come back oh, yes. uh, to win the game. That's, you know, um, that's no surprise to Chargers fans. It's got to be tough. It's tough when you expect to lose. We've been there. <laughs> been there a long time. You know, but I, I think I think we get back on the right track. We both agree. We both think it's going to be a crazy close game, you know, three-point game. Um, but we both, Mr. Aaron James and myself, you know, both agree that that the Cowboys, are, our Cowboys get back on the winning ways, ways this week. You know, because after that we do have um, – let me check. We got, we got the Rams and then the Eagles. So I think this week um, is very big. Um, it's worked out. You know, you don't want to look at this point. We can't even look ahead to the Eagles because you have to worry about each week in front of you now. Um, so I, I have them 30 to 27. Mr. Aaron James has the Cowboys winning 34 31 um, in, in a one possession game. Let's hope we let's hope we get there. I hope it's not that close. I hope it's a blowout. I don't think either one of us, what we've seen this year, could predict another blowout this season. Unless it's against the Giants. We'll probably blow them out. <laughs> but I digress. Let's let's go Cowboys Monday night. It's we got that extra night Monday night. We are ready to go. Let's go Dak. We need a big game from Dak. We need CD to get we need him to get 7 10 catches, okay? Mm-hmm. And again, you guys can go give us a like on our on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and our Twitter page, Cowboys Takeover Podcast, our YouTube page where this is up as well. 
Um, we really appreciate you guys for listening and watching. Um, you guys are the best. And we hope the Cowboys are the best this weekend. Well, this Monday night. Okay? Monday night, watch it. We'll have the post game for you. Probably Tuesday. We'll let you all know. Okay? For Mr. Aaron James, I'm Jason Kent. This is Cowboys Takeover Podcast. Enjoy. Go Cowboys. Cowboys.